T. Thornton, and I am joined by the world's greatest, most elaborate, most audio-sufficient co-host, Mr. <laughs> Steve Woods! What's up, LT? Nothing much, and guys, I am always uh, excited to be joined by a vi- on a very special episode by mm. our super producer, Boyd Atkins the Fourth. Super producer, Boyd! <laughs> Super producer <laughs> boy. The show's been recording for thirty seconds, and you already shading Steve. <laughs> thirty. Yeah, he, he, it was five seconds in, boy. <laughs> I'm glad to be here as usual, guys. Thanks for having me. I just had to pile on to the awfulness that Steve already feels. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst, and we don't know why. We don't. Guys, it's so much fun uh, recording a podcast. (laughs) Emphasis on the fun. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, if you guys can already tell uh, by us being joined by Super Producer Boyd, we have got a jam-packed, very special show for you guys and so much to talk about. My God. Uh, Let me give you a little taste of what it is. Our mission on the TalkCast is to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, whether it involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, wrestling, whatever. We will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is not as limiting as you think that it is. Mm -hmm. Shoo! And also, in the uh, spirit of saving a bunch of time, let me just run down our docket for you so we can just jump right into the show. So... We have got a uh, our first impressions of Moon Knight uh, that we will be getting into. Uh, no spoilers there. Uh, we also will be talking about a Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement and trailer that we got today. And some of our thoughts there. Uh, we also got a trailer for Stranger Things 4, finally. That's coming. And we also have some early thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Again, that will be non-spoiler, so we don't want to ruin any of those experiences for you guys. But before we get into all that, since we have Super Producer Boyd back on the show, we have to bring back our segment, on our segment, What's in the State of Wrestling? Let me talk to you. I just saw something. was Was that Saturday was WrestleMania? So last um, weekend, not this past weekend, was two-night WrestleMania, which is always good for not just WWE, but for a lot of independent promotions, Mm -hmm. because you just get tons of wrestling to watch. So if you can't fly out to WrestleMania, or if you don't want to watch it while it's streaming, you Mm -hmm. can watch 10 other companies putting on fantastic shows all weekend, Mm -hmm. from literally from that Wednesday to that Sunday, and some compete with WrestleMania. But other than um, 
I have two highlights. One, WrestleMania itself was actually really, really good this year. Both nights. Uh, night one specifically because of the matches, but also because Stone Cold Steve Austin made his in-ring return after 19 years. Yeah. And put on the most stone cold beer drinking his match you would have seen. <laughs> I did catch that. I just want to say my point because I, I pointed this out to you in the chat after mm-hmm. I watched it. Uh, stone cold, obviously, he's what? 60? 60 plus? Almost. He's in his 50s. Okay, late 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, as the match was going on, uh, like he started off very slow, very like you know he he seemed to show his age, and the more he drank beer in the match, it seemed like the faster <laughs> and better at wrestling he got. So I think uh, he referred to it as like his spinach, like for Popeye. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's wrestling Popeye, <laughs> and he just he, <laughs> and it's funny because he's like he took that first bump on the outside with that suplex from Kevin Owens. And right, everybody was like, like "Whoa!" <laughs> After that, it's like he just like snapped and had a flashback to '99 and just started. Let me get you straight to beer. I'm going to hit you with a And he just started going crazy. What? What? <laughs> the only thing weirder than that on night one was night two, when former Colts kicker Pat McAfee had one of the sassiest wrestling matches I've seen on WrestleMania. Only to then have a match with Vince McMahon, 76 year old Vince McMahon. And then Vince McMahon beat Pat McAfee. What? Did he do, did he do it with a punt? With a punt. He punted <laughs> Pat McAfee, who himself is a punter. Yes. And pinned him one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, because of Vince McMahon, Stone Cold State came out and beat the crap out of him and gave him. What is officially now the worst worst stutter in history? <laughs> what do you mean worst? Uh, watch it. It is a travesty. Oh. I, I will post the link after we finish recording. <laughs> but the way they edited it for television, great editing from WWE. Oh yeah, but that, that person live, deserves a raise. Oh, oh, it was a travesty. But the only other highlight I have, and this is probably just for LT, mm-hmm. I was watching Ring of Honor Friday night instead of SmackDown because I knew the SmackDown was going to suck. Yeah. And after watching what was from top to bottom a fantastic card with some of the best tag team wrestling you will ever see that didn't involve the Hardys jumping off of ladders, Samoa Joe returned not only to Ring of Honor but is now signed with AEW. Yeah. As a wrestler. Now, yeah. for those of you who don't know who Samoa Joe is, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have missed out on 20 years of one of the best professional wrestlers in history. The only way I can describe him yeah. is if a brick wall put on a towel and some shorts and decided <laughs> to run at you. Yeah. And then put you in various su- submissions. Samoa Joe is probably, if not for him being so injury prone in WWE, he would have been one of their like top people from 2016 to right when they released him the second time last year. Yeah, uh, if you guys want some additional information about how dope Samoa Joe is, look up this promo segment he had with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman uh, before their pay-per-view 
great balls of fire. Yeah, that uh, we don't we don't need to talk about that part. But uh, he had this he had this promo segment against Brock Lesnar. It just seemed like, man, this dude is from the streets. He is oh, yeah. from the streets. He wants uh, he wants to throw hands, and it actually feels believable. Um, just uh. yeah. For anybody that ever complains that wrestling seems too, too scripted, and it does 90% of the time between like Eddie Kingston and Samoa Joe these guys oh. will have you believing that no this is real and I'm going to hurt you for that belt on your shoulder yes. and it's fantastic oh my god please we have to get a promo segment between Eddie Kingston and Samoa Joe at some point dude he's wrestling <laughs> Minoru Suzuki this Wednesday yes oh my god so oh, also Boyd pointed out earlier, he said uh, he watched Supercard of Honor and there was fantastic tag team wrestling. Steve, you need to look up this tag team going. That is, I'll write it down. What is they're, it? They're white hot right now. They're called FTR. FTR. These are two dudes that look like they came straight out of the 80s mm. in today's wrestling environment. Putting on, they put on two five star matches in one week. Okay, and and that's no hyperbole. Both matches were actually fantastic. I rewatched the Young Bucks match. Yes, the storytelling. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, and they don't even like fly around or do like a bunch of like the stuff you see nowadays. They they straight they look like two, you know, just like regular just looking in the eighties. Yeah, trunks and boots. Do you remember the Four Horsemen, Steve? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they Arn would fit. Anderson. It's literally, they're literally Arn and Tully. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Bru- they're, they're literally they're, Arn and Tully. Their theme music when they come out is like a remix of the Midnight Express's theme. It's okay. so sassy. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, didn't it's just you know you gotta yeah, you gotta respect it <laughs> it's a oh the kids say it's an absolute bop yeah for real so but, um, oh wow they do look like that <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. and they are great. they they will have like you it watching looks just like all business right <laughs> and it is and it is yeah oh, oh my god but yeah, wrestling is really was really really good last week, and if you mm-hmm. want to watch any wrestling from last week, you really can't go wrong. Right. Ugh. So, anyways, that is a fantastic state of wrestling. Any other promotions we need to keep an eye out for right now? I think last time I talked about wrestling, I mentioned GCW. Mm. I'm still going to mention GCW. They're putting on fantastic shows that. The last string of shows they did for the last month were all Kanye West-themed shows. So, like, this one from Sunday was Devil in the New Dress. And one before that, they did Paranoid. Wow. Um, I think they were going to do Love Lockdown, but they changed their mind. But a lot of their... Like, there's two things that indie wrestling shows love. The Simpsons and (laughs) hip-hop. That's very true. <laughs> to a point where there's getting what? ready to be a show called, and I, no lie, an indie show called Vendetta. And it's exactly what you think it is. They are getting ready to do a 
Def Jam Vendetta Stop. type show. Stop. <laughs> That's the right. 20, yeah, I think it's either on the 23rd or the 24th. Yeah. And I may pay for that just because of the talent that's on there. And it's mostly black yeah. talent, too. Yeah. But yeah. Aren't they doing that, that for mean, the culture though? show? The, for the culture was actually the weekend of WrestleMania, and that's one mm-hmm. I missed. But because it's on Fight TV, I can go back and watch it. Okay. But I already know because of the talent that's on that show, it was fantastic. Okay. Steve, what did you say? What does that mean? What? Well, for the culture? The vendetta. Like, what? how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> You get a bunch of dudes that play Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs> and then just play DMX music over there yeah. fighting. Is that what you do? Uh, 1,000%. 1,000%. That's what you do. You go find a good exhibit track. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you whoop up on somebody. Right. X going it up on you. loop. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, that was a fantastic state of wrestling. Thank you, as always, Boyd. Mm. Let's go ahead and get into the first thing that we're going to talk about, and that is that two of the three of us have seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, guys, we're going to talk about this. This will be a not-spoiler chat, so if you guys have not seen it yet, you should be able to listen to it. Just listen to what we're going to say here, uh, and we're just going to skim over some impressions without going into any details. Man, I can't wait so, to hear this from y'all. I didn't make it out to see it, but I am yeah. excited to hear what you got to say because I definitely uh, still am going to check it out. I'm going to start first just because uh, I feel like my thoughts are very uh, and bro, I slim. Want the whole experience. Yeah. Okay. Well, so first of all, let me say this was an emotional trip for me because I've said this for going back for weeks. Uh, my son's a big fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, the first movie he sat and watched was the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. He asked to play Sonic the Hedgehog every single weekend. He's just a massive fan. So he had his little Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt on. We go up to my new favorite theater, Phoenix Theater. Shout out to them. They got $3 hot dogs. Uh, So first of all, we go to... I I took off yesterday so I could watch it. Uh, We go... I get my two $3 hot dogs. Our tickets together were $14. Yeah, Uh, they had a kids pack that was popcorn, fruit, snacks, and a drink for six dollars, seven dollars. Yeah, he he was set up right. I also got a bag of gummy worms just so that Uh, the the hardest thing. (laughs) He's five years old, so the hardest thing to get him to sit through was the twenty trailers in front of the movie because he didn't give a crap about any of those. He still didn't know why we were there until. The rings for the you Paramount started. I did. I said, we're going to see Sonic Hedgehog movie two, which is how he says it. And he was like, ah, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> okay. You've been saying those words for weeks. I don't know what yeah. that means. Then the Paramount logo started with the rings instead of the stars locked in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so let me tell you, this movie had a five-year-old and a 35-year-old. I'm sorry. Man, I said he's five. He turns five this year. He's a he's a four and a half year old. They had a four and a half year old and a thirty five year old on the edge of their seats, especially at the end when it got hype. And I'm not gonna say anything about it. Just know it gets hype. There's so many Easter eggs in this movie. I cannot wait to go back and rewatch it to try to find. I'm talking deep cuts. 
like deep cuts. Remember when we were talking about that trailer and I said, hey, the coffee shop says yeah. Mean Bean. Mm-hmm. And that was a reference to like the Dr. Robotnik's Mean. Yeah. yeah, bro. Like, that's not even like the deepest of cut. When, oh. Like Boyd understands. He's shaking his head now. Uh, in the temple, when they were underneath. Yeah. And the, you know, the thing comes up. Oh, I can't even say it because it was so, like, I was like, I remember I was watching that scene, boy, and, you know, they're they're struggling to get out of it. And I was like, boy, it'd be really cool if this happens. And it was like, and then it did. And I was like, let's go. I got unnecessarily hyped for a stupid, stupid reference. <laughs> um, Idris Elba is fantastic. He's yeah. so dry that it is crazy hilarious. Uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy's Tails is just exactly what Tails needed to be. Um, even the human parts I was more interested in. It's just like, all of it is just working and flying on all cylinders. And the king crown needs to go to, let me let me put this title here so that this respect can come back on his hands. Because we thought it, we, we got glimmers of it in the last movie. Let me tell you, we fully got it in this movie. 90s Jim Carrey came back for this movie. In Stop full it. spirit. Stop In it. full spirit. 1997 Jim Carrey showed up. The Riddler Jim Carrey showed oh up. Oh my God. Put the movie on his back. <laughs> I'm telling you, this man had me laughing. I- I'm crying laughing five minutes in the movie. This guy, so in the last movie, he has like Sonic's like blue quill and he like tries to taste it yeah. and he does like a jolt and you're like, uh, that's fun. Why is he doing it like a crack addict in this movie? He'll be having a scene and he'll go blah 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 blah. <laughs> and it's the first five minutes of the movie, right? That's and he doesn't stop. He just busts it out every comedy. now and then. Yeah, um, full on mustache twirling. Uh, you know, just amazing. Even shout out to Shamar Moore. For understanding the movie that he showed up to be in. <laughs> and still being like, I'm about to Shamar more the crap out of this movie. <laughs> um, so I cried no less than three or four times because my kid was having a blast watching this movie. When he got excited. Him, man. Oh, man. When he turned to me uh, during like a big action sequence and he goes, <gasps> he's like, Sonic Hedgehog the movie two, and I'm like, let's Sonic Hedgehog the movie two, let's go. <laughs> and he, when he's sitting there and he's like watching the movie, he goes, <gasps> also, I gotta say, this theater, like, I know it's not great for the theater, but there was three people in the theater for us, so wow. he could have the full but you experience. Went on a Monday though, right? We went on a Monday at 1.30 p.m. There you go. It was. Mm, so, uh, all video game windscreens for me. I cannot. He- I can't wait to see it again. I would. I low key, and I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I want to bootleg it so I can watch it again tonight. Mm. <laughs> I, ju- I need Damn. to. I need to watch it again. It's so good. It deserves all the love that it's got. Breaking video game box office records. It is that ish. Mm. Dope. All to you, Boyd. I am. I am. I am removing myself. I 
can't argue with anything you said, and I am probably <laughs> the least Sonic fan in history. Like, I know of Sonic. I have yeah. not beat any Sonic games, but I've probably watched 70% of the cartoons. Yeah. Um, I know who Sonic's, like, secondary characters are. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that this movie is unnecessarily fantastic, <laughs> man, that's man, I love that. You know, and... The, it has no business being this good. It doesn't. <laughs> as a sequel as well. So, right. let me get this straight. You put out this movie, and the movie, the first movie was dope. Mm-hmm. Then you had the nerve to put out a sequel that doesn't do what sequels do and just do the same movie, you know, the first movie again. It does a mm-hmm. completely different movie, and then that's enjoyable? Yes. Paramount, how dare you? How, how dare, dare you give you? me something... To enjoy where I paid my hard-earned bear money to sit in this right. full theater with a grin on my face, laughing out loud. Facts. And wow. Facts. I'm, I'm telling you, so of all the Easter eggs LT saw, I don't think I saw half of them. But the ones <laughs> I saw had me... <gasps> I, right. With, without spoiling it. You could never have heard of Sonic the Hedgehog and this still be like one of your favorite movies just because it's done so well. Okay. The plot makes sense. Yes. The the turns make sense. Yes. And I did want to say this and I wanted that's why I was asking if you saw it, Steve. I think Stone might be the first inductee to the Bob the Goon Hall of Fame cuz my man's is ride or die. Committed. Committed. I mean, <laughs> it, Stone, as soon as he got that text, Not the he Bob was about the Goon it. Hall of Fame. it dude. He was he was on deck. <laughs> he was like, signed up. Ride for it. Ready to ride. Right. Shut the club down. It's time to get back <laughs> right. to business. Right. <clears throat> and then going back to Tails was fantastic. Colleen, she she did the thing. She did her tails yep. thing. It was fantastic. Yep. Idris Elba is Knuckles. He. Yes. I cannot describe how good that character. Anybody that knows Knuckles I mean, knows y'all what are his character is. Shattering are. my brain right now. Uh, like, and I don't want to overhype. You it, aren't ready. You know, but <laughs> just know you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you might even enjoy as much as LT, or even as much as I did. And I think I enjoyed it slightly less, but you're still going to have fun. And no spoilers. If we get a third movie, oh, it's already inked. This not only could be one of the best movie trilogies. Oh, but what? It is already the first and second best video game movies ever created video game movies because i think arcane has like video game property like on lock because yeah. arcane is fantastic but as far as movies go sonic takes every cake i will say that this has competition from detective pikachu the only reason i would i wouldn't give it to the De- De- detective pikachu mm-hmm. is because i don't think it's a i think sonic is closer to the video game than detective pikachu is i think actually let, let me uh, let me amend that statement mm-hmm. the uh, the first movie is closer to, uh, like, it's battling with Detective Pikachu for, like, number two. But number one is this. Okay. It is this. This is that. unashamedly 
a video game movie. Absolutely. Just and just does the whole thing. Just yeah. There's literally, and I don't think it happened in the first movie. There's a reference to the games that we should have gotten in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. And when it happens, it's so low key that you go, Oh. There's about twelve of those. What? Yeah. And while I while I want to give it a video game windscreen, I had a couple issues. Okay. Um, I think it's because there was some length, there was some editing, and there's like some CGI issues that'll probably be fixed once the movie actually comes out digitally. Yeah. But I would give this not a 1080p because it's higher. This gets a 4K. Ooh. A very high 1080p, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it again. I might go to theaters and watch it again, <laughs> but it's it's so good. It's it's man, those Lucky Charm cookies so I posted on Twitter. It's that good. It's that yeah. good. Wait, 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 wait. And that post credit scene though. I have never, not since Avengers, <laughs> have ever an entire audience. You go, oh, yeah, like. Because yeah. you start hearing him talk, and you're like, mm-hmm. no. And yeah. then they start switching screens. You're like, no. And then they just yeah. blatantly say it. And you're like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a Sonic movie. For a, a Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. Well, man, I don't, I don't think you guys are alone here. I mean, everything Mm-mm. that I'm seeing is just... Talking Seventy-one million domestic, I think. Dude, that's day one. It kicked the absolute garbage out of Morbius, which had the largest drop-off of any comic book feature, uh, I think, in in history. Uh, so that distinction no longer belongs to X Men: Dark Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so when I watch Morbius, if Morbius is a worse movie than X Men: Dark Phoenix, so you haven't seen Morbius yet. And not yet. I, I didn't want to be sad after watching how delicious Sonic was. So I just decided to enjoy the memories of Sonic that day. But I, I need to watch it. Just for I'm really trying. Day. I'm trying to think if Morbius. So the the two the issue that I had with Dark Phoenix is the same issue that I had with uh, Morbius, where it's just it gets dreadfully boring. And I'm wondering if that's. It, 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 how close they are! I almost have to watch Dark Phoenix again to. Yeah, like we could have a like. A, a I hate Dark that movie. Phoenix review. I I absolutely do too. Like in Apocalypse, <laughs> I hate those movies. Like okay, I like Apocalypse more than Dark Phoenix. I think we might Me? have to have oh, like a. Man, yeah, and I, I think, can tell you the reasons why. I think Morbius would just exist for me if it wasn't for the post credit scenes that pushes it further into. <laughs> Oh, I straight up hate this movie now. Because yeah. a large portion of Morbius is false advertising. And that's really effed up. Oh. Like, it's real messed up what they did. So it's catfish with the that movie. movie. Oh, big time. Big what they what they were promising in that trailer and what they delivered on is is like somebody should literally like I, I shouldn't say literally. Somebody should sue them because it's like Somebody bruh. is. Did you see that class action lawsuit that someone's trying to start? Wow! Yeah. All right. Well, that person might be in the Snyderverse. I don't know. Ah. Like, <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's the, they cited all those reasons that you said. You know, they Ugh. the trailer was not true. 
It didn't right, have anything but, to do with anything that happened in the trailer. Right, but this is, I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that, I didn't That's say it was gross. going through, but, yeah. you know, they, uh, they're trying. Well, uh, number two, I thought I'd never say. Thank you, Paramount, for this fantastic film. Wow. <laughs> right. It's, uh, oof, it's a gem. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to, oh, I will be buying a Blu-ray of this movie. Only reason I'm not is because Trilogy. Uh, uh the only reason so I'll I'll revisit that but the only reason I am is because uh when the internet goes out in my house and my ah. kids are wanting to watch something it is those disc movies that they go to and Sonic the Hedgehog 1 is number 1 on that go-to list <laughs> I have a feeling Sonic the Hedgehog 2 will replace it yes chess not uh, checkers Smart. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I have seen uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 no less than like 45 times. Minimum. And it's probably still good. Oh, yeah. It's it's at least an enjoyable watch. But this one, I will be happy wow. to sit down and watch this 45 times. I mean, I'm glad you had a good experience all, all the way around. Oh, yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better first experience for his movie. Yeah, I'll leave you with this, Steve. Dot, 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 dot. No context, you're going to watch it, and you're going to bust out laughing. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, man, I don't want to give it away. It's not. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say this. Oh, ah! That's it. <laughs> man, y'all going to make me go watch this thing on my lunch break tomorrow. I know, I know. While out of town. God. <laughs> I am sorry, but it's worth it. So please go check out Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie too. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It's a real good time. All right. Uh, time on that. I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's got, I think it might be like two hours. Two hours, two yeah. Two hours, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, Steve, this movie, do, this movie does something you'll appreciate. Um, a uh, for a large amount of time, the movie forgets that the humans exist. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know I do the like thing that. that the thing that the Transformers movies have uh, avoided doing for oh, such a long time, <laughs> blatantly avoided doing, <laughs> right? Painfully we have, avoided doing. We have uh, entire like long scenes with. Just CGI characters talking to each other. Yeah, if in realistic environments, is two hours. I think thirty, maybe twenty minutes might be humans. That's great. (laughs) And the the only place where the film drags is that middle part of the movie with the humans doing human stuff. Human stuff, and And you're like, that's funny. And then Robotnik. <laughs> yeah, it Jim actually Carrey's is. Robotnik doesn't even count, right? He doesn't. Because no, he's a big Jim Carrey is a cartoon. animated himself. He is a cartoon oh, character. man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go see it. You, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm going to go see it. You know, Do even that. if it's that good, you got to pay for it. Keep, oh, yeah. keep it going. Keep yeah. that quality I, going. I will yeah. say that my opinion is skewed because of my emotional attachment to this. Well, uh, I will but, say this, but you're not alone here. No. Not you know, at all. This is this is the general consensus that this thing is uh, is worth it. It's delicious. Right. So great. Okay, guys, we got to move on to our next story. So Damn, I love it. 
God, yeah. I wish I would have seen that. Yeah. Speaking of things that you love and were speechless about, uh, let's talk about this Stranger Things 4 trailer. Season 4. So let me preface this. I'm the dork that watched this trailer. I, I haven't seen 2 through 3. Oh, you haven't seen 2 or 3? No. Damn. It's one of those things where like you try to watch shows with people and then life yeah. happens. Yeah. And then yeah. so many shows come out that you don't get to backtrack. Yeah. But even with no proper context, that trailer got me hyped. Yeah. Uh, when you watch two or season two, eventually, um, I am very sorry for those two episodes where it decides to be Man. another show. It, it, it's a different show. <laughs> it just decides to be a different show for two episodes. It tries then it comes to be back. Like, uh, like an X-Men show and fails. Was it X-Men? Well, no, no, no. Not X-Men. It decides to be Generation X. Oh, no. <laughs> no. For two that I used to watch that one. I TV taped that movie and watched it over and over again. It's got the one kid from the Jacksons and American Dream in it. <laughs> it decides to do that for two episodes before it comes but back. But we don't to really know a, why. It was, yeah, it, was, it just just comes back, and you're like, and then oh, it ends, okay. right? Because and then it closes that door too, so it's not even a it thing does. that, that right. happens. This will never come up again. I think it's a backdoor pilot that never came to fruition. Pretty much, yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, <laughs> um, well, Steve, uh, Boyd and I dominated the, most of the talk for the last segment, so why don't you go ahead and lead us off on this one? Ooh, man. Some of the imagery here, right? I mean, we just got, like, image, 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 one after the other with this trailer. And yeah. Boy, did it work. First of all, I was shooketh about how old they are. Yeah. You know, from season three to season four, I know it's been what three years. If uh, maybe, maybe two and a half, three years. Feel like longer than that. Is it? Has it been four, Boyd? We've gotten two Godzilla movies with uh, Millie Bobby Brown since season three. Wow. Well, they, it looks crazy because they are. They're 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 obviously older, yeah. But it it takes a different tone with them too. It's a little more serious. Looks a little more dire. The circumstances look a little more adult. And uh, yeah, man, that 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 reveal the villain at the end was oh, what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then we also found out this is going to be split into. Uh, this season's gonna be split into two parts too. Yeah, one releasing in May, one releasing in July. So at least they didn't put a year or two in between them. Yeah, that so. Netflix model. Let's take one season, split it in half, mm-hmm. just because we can. Just because yeah. we can. See you in July. Yep. Yeah, man. Hey, I prefer they take the next Netflix model and not the Attack on Titan model, which or the HBO model. By the way, Steve, I forgot to tell you, Attack on Titan just finished uh, Final Season Part 2. So it's over? They just announced Final Season Part 3. <laughs> For uh, next year. <laughs> Evil. The show hates me. <laughs> you know when they, do you know when they announced it? They announced it. After the final episode of part two, like part two 
uh, final episode ends and it goes, see you on part three. And you're like, man, that's rotten. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty garbage. I'm like, just just tell us beforehand so we don't, like, we treated this episode like it was event television and it was like, well, I'm seeing part three, blah. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Back to Stranger Things season four. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. It looks like late 80s now. Yeah. Like that late 80s, early 90s kind of feel, and I'm, I'm here for it, man. Definitely mm-hmm. here for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the biggest thing you brought up to me was there was a dude at the end, you know, <laughs> a big old tentacly dude. And he looked and... great. It didn't look cheesy. Yeah. It looked, fa- yeah. it looked scary and fantastic. Right. Also, I we got a Robert. Wish they wouldn't have shown that, but I know I can understand why they did. Yeah. But mm, mm. I was I was just happy to see uh, lots of love for that. Robert England. Yes. E- England. England. Yeah. yeah. Freddy Krueger. Look at boy. Guy with the <laughs> jacked up eyes. Yes. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Give me all of that. So, uh, sounds like we're all locked in for season four. Who's going to be the first one of us to knock it out? Oh, it's going to be one of you guys. It'll it'll probably be Steve. <laughs> yeah. It probably uh, will be Steve. That and, I mean, my kids want it, too. Yeah. You know, so they're all about it. And I, I'll probably be behind them, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get my wife to pick up uh, Stranger Things on her own so and just, like, catch up to us mm-hmm. by the time. Because she's like, oh, that's interesting. And she saw a couple episodes of season three, I think. That was a good season, uh, too. It was. And it, I think that was why she, because I think I was, we were both home. She had just had, like, one of our kids and stuff. So it was, like, the perfect, like, let's knock a bunch of this out right now. Some of the Type imagery, show. like, with that heavy metal. And I'm, man, this looks, this looks like something. Yeah. It looks like a ride. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, and that house, that weird, creepy house. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I'm, I'm just interested in the, the dude. Look at the dude, references. dude. Yes, Poltergeist <laughs> references. Bruh. I don't know. I was sold when I saw Buckethead just randomly playing a guitar in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is happening here, and why don't? Why oh, do I want more of this? <laughs> right. I'm You're like, so uh, right, man. Mm-hmm. 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 So, mm. guys, we are uh, we're down. Yeah, and just, I mean that's next month too. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be an episodic release or if they're going to dump the whole thing like they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Either way, either way, I mean this is going to carry us most of the way through June, so we're not going to have a ton left. You know, a long wait till that second part. Yeah, well, and you know they drop all the episodes at once, so it's like binge. And then <laughs> if you don't watch right. it all on Saturday morning. Like, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so all right. Uh that's gonna be a good time, and yeah, I'm man. here for it. Yeah. Let's see. Uh let's move on to our next thing, and that is uh we got a out of nowhere, I feel like, uh Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement that uh just Wow, I mean, I know there was like the 20th anniversary for Kingdom Hearts that mm-hmm. just uh, they were having the event for, and they did like a couple of like little side games, but 
then we saw full-on Kingdom Hearts 4. So, uh, I don't know, boy, did you ever play any of the Kingdom Hearts games? So, very much like uh, Sonic, I haven't <laughs> beat any of the Kingdom Hearts games, but I'm well-versed in the lore and the oeuvre of yeah. the Kingdom Hearts series. Yeah. Um, it is a <laughs> set of games I will probably never beat because I hate the gummy shit parts. <laughs> but this trailer? Yeah. This trailer, though? I, yeah. I got real big, like, before you play Final Fantasy VIII vibes. Like, remember when the trailer for Final Fantasy VIII came out? I got yeah. big vibes like that, which is just like, you have my yeah. attention. Mm. Steve, what are your thoughts? Um, I have only played the first Kingdom Hearts. Okay. That was on my PlayStation 2. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you what happened. So I played through the first Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. My wife then picked up the first Kingdom Hearts mm -hmm. and has proceeded to play all of them on whatever system they came out on. Like the two and a half or the whatever on the DS and the yeah. game advanced, whatever it was. Wait, can I just say a quick all. side note? Uh, after Kingdom Hearts 4, there will be like... Uh, so there's this is Kingdom Hearts 4, and it's the 16th installment of a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> well, game. Well, then I guess she probably didn't play them all. But she probably... I mean, you know, it was like all the major ones, and then, oh, they have this DS one. I'm playing that right. too. Oh, right. she, I don't like this DS one. You know, I'm like... It, but she... Listen, man, it was like... 2.3.7 or whatever. Right. All of those. Drop She's like, no, nah, I'm going to need that. And then when they all came to Game Pass, she was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and right. I'm going to go ahead and do these again. Right. So I, she gets lost in it and I, you know, yeah. I'm watching her. You know, yeah. I love it too. But then right. I get mad when she gets real far like past <laughs> the place I saw because then I'm like, well, how did you get right? <laughs> How did you get Hercules? Where did that go? Right. Like, oh, <laughs> you left me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely definitely good games, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on the trailer? Um, it Like Boyd said, man, it did make you feel like something from the past that you mm -hmm. loved. Okay. Or it, it made you feel excited about something that you loved again. That okay. That's the key, I think. So I'm gonna go. Late. I'm I'm yeah. gonna go wildly. <laughs> I'm gonna go wildly left here. Uh, I was not a fan of this trailer. Oh. Uh, mostly because uh, it, it went hyper realistic. Mm. Um, like R.I.P. to Sora's over over large clown shoes like he got regular sneakers and i was like mm. i don't think that's gonna stick it, it, it might just be a world you're yeah. right and yeah. and I, I i withhold like like firm judgment on just like outwardly hating it until i get more like if this is the aesthetic for the whole game then i can be a little more critical but for now as far as just what i saw mm -hmm. and if it gets me excited i don't necessarily get excited about you know Sora fighting on regular buildings in Tokyo. I don't. I don't know what that. But again, I get excited. I feel like we're, we just saw a piece there. Uh, you're right. You're yeah. right. I'm just talking. Like yeah. yes, it could be a piece. I'm just talking. The biggest appeal to Kingdom Hearts for me was that Sora can pop in all of these different worlds 
And it's just like, bro, how are you going to fit, you know, Sora into, you know, Aladdin or, you know, Toy Story or Raya and this, the Last that, and the Dragon. Exactly. Bro, like people have been saying for years, I'm like, I mean, technically you could drop him into Marvel and Star Wars properties. He's been a part of Pirates of the Caribbean, and that's one of the yes. best worlds. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying I'm advocating for him to be, you know, popping into like Marvel or Star Wars worlds, but think about all the movies we've gotten since then. Yeah. Like, you want to get me hype? Like, let Sora be popping into some Encanto right now, or some Luca, or uh, I want to be, I, I want Sora to be fighting with the dude from Soul. <laughs> I will buy this game day one if I find out he's in the Simpsons universe. Right, oh. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's that's the most fun about. I mean, yeah. there's a ton of emotional stuff, and it has all this deep history and lore. But like, if you're trying to get me excited, I remember the the trailer for Kingdom Hearts three. Like, you're see what did it do? It showed you Toy Story, yep. some Monsters Inc. You know, it showed you some of those Disney worlds, and then it shows you his new abilities, which is like. Disney attractions and rides. He he's riding the teacups and, and yeah. doing damage to, like that's awesome and hilarious. Like this one is just like a standard JRPG, and I he's really fighting a Godzilla like, though, monster. This is just an announcement. And I get it. Uh, I I know I know you do. I get it. I'm just <laughs> telling you first impressions. Yeah. You know, because I say it could go fifty fifty. It could be just stuck in this world or it could be larger things but to me this feels like an aesthetic choice and it feels like something that's going to be la lasting a little bit longer in the game mm. but I, I reserve judgment until we get more uh information uh this seems pretty close to done because we got some gameplay trailer in yeah. here so yeah i don't know um did it get me excited not terribly but I love Kingdom Hearts, so I'll, I'm I'm still willing to stick around and see what it does right. and where it goes. Right. Woo. Yeah, Woo. Man. All right. Uh, let's get into our our uh, last story here, and then we'll get into our final talking subject. So uh, we've got two episodes of Moon Knight out. So I just want to get your guys's first impressions. And Boyd is one of the biggest Batman fans I know. I'm going to start with you. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the first two episodes of Moon Knight? Without spoilers. This is, this is what I've been waiting for for 25 years. <laughs> Honestly. I what, do you, what do you mean? So, moon, my interest in Moon Knight goes back to seeing this weird all-white Batman <laughs> in a Marvel <laughs> Avengers game when I was young. And then having this big, like... 12-inch glow-in-the-dark action figure. I think he had the yellow cape. Oh. Mm. And just... And it was the old Moon Knight that had the black face. So he was like, all white with the black face. <laughs> Stop it, LT. Not that kind of black face. <laughs> and it's just like... You didn't get a lot of Moon Knight stuff, so when he showed up, he it was great. And when they announced that we were getting a Moon Knight TV show, I'm like, I'm here for it. It, the comics are fun. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Episode one. Yes. <laughs> Episode two? 
Yes! <laughs> I'm having so much fun with this show, and it's only two episodes in. And I told um, my girlfriend, if they knock out all these shows, like all these episodes in a row, just like this, this will be my favorite MCU TV mm. show, like hands down. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it is exactly what I wanted from the comic so far. And I didn't have any expectations similar to like how they treated Iron Man, the Guardians of the Galaxy, all those like B and C tier yes. heroes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And since I had no expectations, all of them were exceeded. And uh, this is this is all for me, all for Boyd. <laughs> awesome. Steve, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> uh, a lot like Boyd, but even but even deeper. I can't remember ever reading or seeing or playing anything with Moon Knight other than I, 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 I want to say that there was something with Ghost Rider like when I was like late teen mm-hmm. that, I, that I kind of remembered. So for me, this is all fresh. Like it's all new. I didn't know what to expect. Other than, you know, what I would see on, you know, whatever social media or, you know, looking at those trailers. Man. <laughs> I, it's, it's tough not to say what, what I loved about it and, you know, keep it spoiler free. Yeah. But, man, this is. I, yeah. Delivering on, on, all, on all fronts. Just delivering. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can we yeah. can we say something real quick? Can we shout out Oscar Isaac for this one? Oh, uh, absolutely. Whoa. What? Oscar Isaac uh, and Ethan Hawke, too. He... What? My man's what? last, like, 20 years has been a career resurgence for him. Right. Man. I feel like he's been in the background of a lot of things. And this I hope is he like... continues on. Yeah. Because I, I, he is I, killing it right now. I hope this is his Catherine Hahn moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it is, though. It might be. I mean, he's just... Uh, also, side shout-out, F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> I had to look in the credits. I'm like, who is that? Right. <laughs> and as soon as I saw it, I'm like... That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And no spoilers, but yes, just <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that I, second episode though, can, oh, man. The um, first, the first one was incredible enough. Yeah, that second one took it to a different level. I am so excited to wake up tomorrow. And stream another episode. I'm watching it before I go to work, so I don't get. So I'll be up right. watching it at 5 a.m. Same so, here. <laughs> so I don't. So I don't get. You know, one of the people at work like, "Hey, did you see what has happened? When? No. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I can't. I can't with you. Yeah. No. That happened with me on the first episode of, of Moon Knight because for some reason this show tracks really well on social media, and the the stuff is just out here. Yeah, it's almost like, bro, you you almost have to. You you can't you can't sleep on watching an episode. Yeah, and because 
the screenshots and memes start popping up immediately. Immediately. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think it's one of exciting my though. Everybody's is, hyped is, about is a spoiler. it. Spoiler. Like I think either Steve or maybe ULT like retweeted it about the the suit Moon Knight. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Shoot. I look. I'm guilty of the same thing. Dang it. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't a spoiler, but it oh. with context. Yeah, makes it a makes the episode a hundred percent better. It does. It <laughs> does. It doesn't even matter what you've seen so far on social no. media or even straight from Disney. Yeah. I mean, well, that and second part of episode, that is because when that pops up, man. <laughs> part of it is because the writing and the acting is so strong on this show. Yeah, like, and and that's what happens when you are able to pull in. The level of talent that they've pulled into this show. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody jokes, like, oh, you know, blah, 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 so and so's are only showing up for a paycheck. But, like, when you have actors that are showing up and not phoning it in, Ethan Hawk. Yeah, you get magic, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like um, Jake Gyllenhaal was on SNL, and, and, yeah. and he's been doing uh, media rounds and stuff too. And he had this quote where he said, um, he recently did the Marvel movie and it finally clicked to him where he thought he had to be like this crazy serious actor. And it was something about doing a Marvel movie where he's like, Oh my gosh, I can do this, but I can have fun while I do it. And it's, I I feel like these movies are a vehicle to actors, not just to like get them more known and get their works out there. Again, look what's happening to Catherine Hahn. Give her all the praise you know, thank you, WandaVision, for putting her on that pedestal. Like, it, it, it she also stole should... every scene that she was in. Because, exactly. She took like it. exactly, and it's the same thing. I think I think it goes the other way with actors too, where it's just like, don't go hammy with it. Like, don't treat yeah. it like this is a, a beneath you joke type of deal. But like, you can go big. You can go elaborate. You can ha- tell a great story within the framework and the context of this superhero show. So, mm-hmm. uh, or, or movie. So mm-hmm. I hope this does more. I can't wait to see like other things, uh, take this concept further. Uh, Moon Knight is, I, I feel like it's breaking another barrier for like, it what has. This medium can like do. I said, yeah. man, I'm, I'm 46. I love this stuff. Right. Yeah. But I didn't really know about it. Right. Now I'm only looking for it. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I don't think this is a spoiler either, but uh, it's pretty well known in the comics. Like, Moon Knight has diso- dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. And the way that they tackle mental illness and the way they depict it and weave it into the story and the framework uh, and, and highlight both the struggles and somehow also have fun with it. Like, it's insane what they're balancing in this show. You saying that in the end of episode two. Mm. Oh, my God. It's just, <laughs> like, so Man, we, we had a brief talk about, like, the mental illness and, like, the Batman. And like, how well they did it. <laughs> this is a completely different universe and a completely different style. And yet yeah. they nail theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Even better, honestly. And it's like... I applaud both efforts here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, can, can I just say, when he wakes up on the ground outside that chateau, 
first episode. That is, it, it yeah. clicked for me there. I was like, oh, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, I haven't had you you. So to me, I equate it to that moment in Memento when you're watching it and you're seeing skips in time but your brain yeah. starts piecing together what happens yes mm-hmm. the fun that you're having and yes. it doesn't even have anything How to do with that? what's happening on the screen yep your brain is having your fun. brain is working mm-hmm. that and i thought really cool. can i just say i also love that they don't go back and show you what happened in those you're, gaps. you already wrote the story <laughs> yep. did. they let you they let you, you wrote, did right? I thought for sure we were getting an episode or, or, or some kind of flashback to what exactly happened in those moments. Nope. It just... You don't need it. Yeah. You already know. Mm-hmm. Top tier. Oh, yeah. Just top Man. tier television. I yeah. cannot wait to see where these six episodes go. We're halfway through after tomorrow. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. This is the halfway point. I want to talk about the Easter eggs that have popped up in this thing so bad, too, because they are referencing... Listen, can I tell our listeners one thing? Scan every QR code that you see. Boom. Also, here's a fun thing. Scan the reflection of the QR code in the mirror in the show. Yes. Because it's a different thing. Mm, That is... I I say this all the time, but (laughs) the effort... The effort. The effort. Yes. The effort. And the fact that not only just the effort, the effort for Moon Knight. Can we say on, something son. about 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 these productions? Is that they take these third tier, fourth tier characters, maybe somebody that you haven't heard of, and elevate. Yeah. Yes. And they have room to do it because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a gem. It's a gem. Yeah, it truly is. Go check I out mean, Moon Knight, ever, guys. Did you ever think that we'd be talking about a show like with Wanda and Vision? You, do you see what I, I mean? Like you don't, you, you don't I, think I, about that. I told you this already. Like this peaked with me um, when casuals are coming up. What? Not even casuals are talking to me about it. When I overhear conversations of other people that you would never think are, are into comic books in a million years, and I overhear them talking about Thanos. Right. Thanos. Right. Or when Thanos you. is pop culture. When mm-hmm. Thanos is literally in the zeitgeist yeah. of conversation, <laughs> and he is memed. Right. right. Or he's referred to in a business meeting. Oh, right. Like, yeah. Oh, look at this guy. He's like freaking Thanos coming in, taking over the meeting. I'm like, what? What are we talking about? Yes. What are we talking about? Jeez. When my mom hits me with a text, ooh, they're going to be mad about this episode of of Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're going to be mad at that one. (laughs) Don't even get me started. Right. When when people are talking about Isaiah Bradley, like, come on. Sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah. Deepest cuts. Bro, how are we getting a werewolf by night show this year? (laughs) How are we doing that? What is happening? (laughs) The last issue of Werewolf by Night was in what, the 70s? (laughs) (sighs) And that's that's a Halloween special? What are we doing? All I'm saying is the more we start getting stuff like this, the closer I am to getting a clone saga movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And. 
you guys will probably never see me again because I will be in a corner crying into my <laughs> Ben Riley doll. But the thing all is, right, right. the thing is, Boyd, it's wide open. Mm-hmm. It's wide open. I got. Th- this is going to make our episode go, un- go unnecessarily long, but I have an exercise for the both of you. And this is, uh, I'm putting you on the spot here, so I apologize. But this, this is something that I think needs to be done now. So, you are a cocaine-fueled Sony executive uh, that has close ties to Marvel. And you are tasked with making the next Spider-Man movie. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, let me find it. Let me find it. Sorry. This is, this is on the spot. We're doing it live. We're doing it, do it live. <laughs> We're doing it live. Uh, where are you? Why can't I find it now? Oh, it's under. <laughs> I'm trying to go to my Twitter now. Uh, okay. Build the next live action Spider-Man movie. I need a title. Who's your Spider-Man? Who's your love interest? Oh. Who's your villain? And who's your director? Oh my god. I'll start with, uh, let's go with uh, Boyd. <laughs> I feel okay. like Steve needs another minute. <laughs> Alright, let me let me get my cocaine here. Title, Spider-Man actor, love interest, villain, director. Okay, man, okay, so here you go. The title is Identity Crisis. There's no Spider-Man in the title, it's just Identity Crisis. He's got problems, right? So he's tired of being Spider-Man, and all of a sudden... He just, he just takes off the costume, just middle of the street, right? You know, everybody's looking at him. He's in his knickers. He's just, he's got no pants on. He decides he wants to be Hornet. He's going to be black and yellow. He's going to make a brand new costume. He's not going to swing webs anymore. He's going to jump from building to building. And it's going to be great. And all of a sudden, nobody likes Hornet. So you know what he does? He takes off the costume in the middle of the street. He leaves it in the trash can. He's back in his underpants. That's what he's doing, okay? All right. So then, yes. Okay. So then, yes. Okay. He builds another suit, right? All right. This suit is it's, 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 it's black and blue. Okay. So it's not black and yellow. So it's not Hornet. It's black and blue. But you see, that's the theme of this movie. Everybody hates the new guy he is. So he switches his powers up. And all of a sudden, he just takes it off in the middle of the street. He's always not wearing any pants. And he, he just doesn't know what hero he wants to be. And at the end of this the end of this movie, you come to find out, this isn't even Peter Parker. <laughs> credits. <laughs> you said credits. <laughs> and that's how we get a trilogy. And that's how I get into the Oh, man, Spider-Man. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that your Spider-Man was going to be Drake Bell. I was like, bro, is this a sequel to a no. superhero movie? <laughs> <laughs> No Uncle Bad touches in this universe. <laughs> All right, so you took uh, the different route uh, that I was going to suggest there, but that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I will allow it. <laughs> All right, Steve, what do you got? Oh, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> no idea? No, All right, right. With, let me just... With Boyd, I don't... <laughs> no. Yeah, right. It's hard to come back. It's hard to come back. Here, mine's was already thawed out, so let me put it out All here. Right. So, the title of the movie, The Superior Spider-Man. Ooh. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. The love interest is Mary Jane in his universe, mm. but Mary Jane is played by Alexandria Daddario. Hmm. Okay. The villain is Doc Ock again, 
but Doc Ock is Jonah Hill. Mm. And it adapts the Superior Spider-Man story where Doc Ock switches bodies with Peter Parker. And uh, he also adopts Peter Parker's conscience. So instead of going full supervillain, he decides that he will show how it's done and he will vow to become the Superior Spider-Man. So you've got Andrew Garfield acting like Doc Ock, acting like Peter Parker. And you've got Jonah Hill acting like Peter Parker in Doc Ock's body. In Doc Ock's body. Right. Uh, and, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that that story takes. But uh, I tried to think of a director that could balance crazy humor with, like, super melodramatic moments. And uh, I could only come up with Taika Waititi. So that's... Okay. Okay. I, that yeah, that would be that. the story I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We can't go back to Mark Webb. Uh, not not after Spider Amazing Spider Man two. Just no. Let's move on. Missing five hundred <laughs> days of summer. Yeah, right. Uh, I think they only picked him because his last name was Webb. Absolutely. Does anybody else think that? You know, that would be like hiring Johnny Fantastic Four to you know <laughs> direct the thing. <laughs> Chuck Clobberin is now the director of <laughs> Chuck Clobberin. <laughs> All right. Uh so like I said, we're we're running uh very low on time. We're being we're going way over at this point. But let's go ahead and get into our final uh topic today. And this is a topic that came up in our show's group chat. And that was, man, what is the goat mm. of Saturday morning cartoon shows? What is a good top 5 Saturday morning cartoon shows. Five. So we do cartoons or just shows? I'm sorry, shows. Shows that showed up on Saturday mornings. And you could go wildly different ways on this, but Mm -hmm. what is your personal top five list there? So do we want to go like one, 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 or you want everybody to give their fives? We're going to give fives, and then we're going to work our way up to... uh, to number one. To to ones, yeah. Just like we did with the movies and TV shows for last year. Okay. Okay. Steve, you want to go first? Uh, number five for me, I mean, and these are all, I mean, literally Saturday morning, Saturday morning. And this didn't stretch out into, you know, the week. So I'm not going to talk about transformers. I'm not going to talk about GI Joe because you couldn't necessarily find those on a Saturday morning. Uh, one of my go-tos that I felt like, man, you can't miss. was the last thing to come on ABC at 11 AM Looney Tunes. Oh, see, mm. and it I was an hour you... long, and it was <laughs> glorious. I mean, I would look forward to it on a Saturday. It seemed like through my childhood, that was the one constant. Whether or not yeah. the Littles came back or whether or not uh, a new Scooby-Doo was on, it was always Looney Tunes at that 11 o'clock spot. And you're talking about overture, curtain lights. Yeah. This is hit, we'll hit the heights. Okay. Oh really? See, you know what? I know it not. I know it's not officially like a Looney Tunes, but man, that theme song for the Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries, total bop. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries. You're in trouble, Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries. <laughs> uh awesome 
And boy, what was your uh, number five? So my number five is going to be a deep cut. And since we're not just doing cartoons, we're doing all shows on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to a short-lived Fox Kids show called The Mystic Knights of Tiernanov. Oh, why do I remember that? I do too. <laughs> so there's two types of mythology I, uh, I like. Well, I'm not going to say oh, history and mythology. Egyptian, shout out Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Celtic history and mythology. Okay. Yeah. Mystic Knights of Tiernanog was just Power Rangers, but with Irish people. Mm. Why not? You know, you yeah. get your sense of like dynasty warriors in there. It's cheesy. You've got your Rita Repulsa. It takes place uh, in the you know mystic city of Kells. Why not? It was yeah. good, cheesy fun, and I enjoyed so much of it. I wish it would have lasted longer. I think we got two seasons, or maybe just one season split in half. But I remember it being so fun, and I had, and this is how I know representation matters. They had a black guy. My action figure was. The black guy. <laughs> and I went and found him because he was the black guy. Yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Yeah, I I have to go look up the intro to that show now because... Mystic Knights. Do not know. Mystic Knights. Do not know. Oh, it was... See, you... <laughs> See, you could have you could have gone way left and said Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation. Well, see, I don't count that. <laughs> the smile just show, disappeared from the Jackson. Can I ask something real quick, Boyd? How old are you? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yes. So there's a mm-hmm. ten-year gap between yeah. me and the two of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff that you guys were watching, I was, you know. So I'll say, Steve, you actually probably grew up in the true Saturday morning cartoon I was era. Say, I had Saturday morning cartoons that I had to pick and choose from yeah. channel 2, 7, 22, and eventually 45. <laughs> I didn't have yeah. that at the beginning. We had, uh, we had uh, mainly Kids WB and Fox Kids, and every now and then, you know, whatever iteration of ABC Kids was happening, yeah. whether it was Jetix, yeah. whether it was see, you know, I, that uh, was that I was done when that hit. I was yeah. out. Like when that Jetix yeah. hit, I was out. And I also had USA Cartoon Express. Yeah, which we gonna get into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let me just give my five right, real quick. Uh, so my, I'm gonna tell you, most of my list comes from the height of the uh, Fox Kids, uh, Kids WB, era. like. That, those are those might have well been the Monday Night Wars, like having to switch back and forth between, <laughs> you know, because they would put two bangers against each other at like the 10 a.m. slot. And you're like, oh, how do I choose? Um, so I'll go with my number five. My number five is Spider-Man. It's mm. Spider-Man animated series. I mean, you know, it got the CGI. It had the intro. Mm-hmm. It had the melodramatic scenes and just... Oh, it was insane. And while it's now, nowadays, it's not my favorite Spider-Man show, that would be Spectacular Spider-Man. Um, Thank you. Yes. Uh, you can't sleep on the contribution, like what this did yeah. for uh, for comic book shows and, and superheroes and stuff like that all together. This was the definition of sit there, bowl of cereal, Watching Spider Man yes. in the PJs. That was the that was it. So that's my number five. 
That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. All right, let's go to fours. This one I'm going to start with Boyd. So I'm going to go a little bit uh, back and forth between like live action and cartoon. And this is actually going to hark on you saying like whatever iteration of ABC Saturday morning cartoons we had. Because yeah. I didn't have cable. This was the only way I watched this cartoon. But it was so influential. We literally had like a bus of JROTC students singing the theme song one morning on the one way they threw me. And that is the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. Hey, you Pooh know what? Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. That was fire, man. It it's was me and it's so good. Those Disney shows Winnie had intros and music that had that had no business going that hard. Oh, at all. Chip Gummy and Bears, DuckTales, Winnie the Pooh. There is, I am convinced to this day, I want a live recording. I want somebody to have been recording on a video for Chip and Dale's Rexy Rangers. Yeah. There is a point in the song where I believe fully that that guy is openly weeping as he is <laughs> singing the Chip and Dale's mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers theme song. You know we never fail! Like, you just, Tailspin? you hear the tears. Tailspin, oh, yeah, all of it. They were too good, man. We're gonna have to come back and do yeah. a separate list for just intro songs. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, you, you never live until you have a bus full of uniformed high school students all in unison going illuminating television at the end of the theme song. <laughs> uh, the the Winnie uh, the Pooh is it, it was a Saturday morning must watch. Yeah, yeah. Definitely for sure. Definitely. Steve. What's your number four? Uh, you know, Again, it's going to be that bigger conglomeration, just like Looney Tunes. For me, it's mm-hmm. that USA Cartoon Express, where I can't necessarily pick one, but but let me just say Jabberjaw and Grape Ape. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> Dude, every iteration of USA Cartoon Express. Cartoon yeah. Express. <laughs> was Can just, I give? Oh, it was so good. Can oh, and don't let him mention... have on one of those wacky races. Oh. Oh. Come on. Fam. Wait. Can I? So I only got to experience this when we got to Boomerang, when Cartoon Network just started throwing those Saturday morning cartoons in huge blocks on that yeah. separate channel. Mm-hmm. When you were watching something you didn't want to see on regular Cartoon Network, you're like, <laughs> we flip over to Boomerang. Uh, I always need to give a shout out to the Funky Phantom. I don't know oh, why oh, the yeah, Funky definitely. Phantom got me. Yeah. But... It's the Funky Phantom. Yeah, that's yeah, man. that's my jam. <laughs> I want that live action adaptation now. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, let me do my four real fast. My four is uh pretty. It, I, I feel like it sails along mostly for its theme song as well, but it's Pokemon. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. You know, it's goaded. That was again the definition. That was must watch TV when you were a kid coming up because you were like bro what pokemon is ash about to catch this week oh i was like i was i was sitting there waiting for i was like let him catch a haunter you went can i tell you the hype when a haunter showed up on my tv screen mm. and then he let it go i mm. oh <laughs> don't even don't even but yeah that that's my four it's pokemon and that's a good one. Oh, I'm gonna roll right into my three, and then I'll cycle around to you guys. Uh, my three, and this might be controversial, but it is Batman animated series. 
only reason I didn't count it is because I mostly watch BTAS weekdays. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. With like, um, what was Kids WB's block? Well, this was on Fox. On Fox 45. Oh, you're school. right. Yeah. Right. That and bad boy came on at was, 4 o'clock, bro. And you know yeah. what it was paired with randomly? Dragon what? Ball Z. That's right. That was way after me then, but I remember it, watching it animated was. during the week, too. Be- yeah. Because Dragon Ball Z would never go past the Saiyan saga before it would restart on Fox. But you would always get new episodes of B-Taz. You know what? I'm confused. So, the original Bat- B-Taz was on Fox Kids, but mm-hmm. eventually the adventures of Batman and Robin made it yes. to Kids WB. Yes. So I, you know, I watched both. And yeah. to me, I felt like there was more Batman animated series on Kids WB because of like how much they did with B-Taz after that. Yeah. And then of course, I think Superman was in there too. So, mm-hmm. oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, what's your We're three? On three? Mm-hmm. We're on three. We're on three. So, he-Man and the Masters of the Universe, every mm-hmm. weekday in the morning before school. Let's go. And on the weekend, on those weekends, Saturday morning, bruh, give me Thundar the Barbarian. There you go. Right <laughs> there you now. Go. Right now. Oh, man. When's he going to get his flowers? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Why is it? Where are those toys? Where's I that Netflix shout series? Out. I always want to shout out the sound design in Thundar. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout out like... Uclo right now. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but how weird is that that I would look forward to that because it was like, oh, well, this is, a, this is an alternate to He-Man. Yeah. Like, and that's where it was in my head at six or seven years old. Like, this was. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Fun. Uh, Boyd, what's your three? My three are going to go back live action, and we still need to have our episode about this LT. Okay. On Saturdays, in this particular iteration, Power Rangers in Space. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Rangers in Space. Set controls to outer space now. Flying higher than ever before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Can okay, big you? Andros. Like, Big Andros guy over here. <laughs> well, technically, I was a Zane guy. Oh, the Silver Ranger. Okay. It's hot. Um, and then Diva Tox awakened some things in me that I didn't know about at the time. <laughs> but then I rewatched Turbo a Power Rangers movie, and it makes a lot more sense now. Got it. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> up until probably uh, uh, the uh, Pirate. Uh, Super Sentai uh, number thirty-five. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Space was like my original, like favorite Power Rangers, anything ever. But gotcha. you know, um, uh, yeah, the the Pirate Power Rangers is it's it's the greatest. But hey, can yeah, I comment time. on that gap real quick? Mm-hmm. I around that time that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out, a little mm-hmm. bit after that. Now I watched it. I watched it for a little while, but that was when I kind of stopped. Because you hit that age where you're like, uh, I'll catch up on some things that I love, like Gargoyles and Beast Wars and Batman the Animated Series. But everything else was kind of shut out for me. Do you know I didn't even get into Power Rangers and specifically space until I was working at Blockbuster? Uh-huh. Honestly, I don't blame you. I'm, Power Rangers, like the Simpsons, is probably the one thing that I have consistently either 
have watched or caught up on. Like, yeah. there's 40-something years of Super Sentai, and there's 30-plus years now of Power Rangers. Mm, and yeah. I've just, I've kept up with it. Uh, from yeah. when Fox owned it to when Saban sold it to Disney yeah. during Wild Force and Ninja Storm to where he bought it back, and now Nickelodeon owns it. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know. I've always but, loved yeah. Power Rangers, too. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, I, I just didn't watch it as a kid. Yeah, I didn't even get a hold of it until I was older. Yeah, so like good. as a fan of pro wrestling, why wouldn't you watch Power Rangers? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, all right, was that everybody's threes? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay, twos. Uh, boy, you threw up the two. You want to go ahead? So we're gonna go back to cartoons, but this time mm-hmm. we're gonna go to a CGI cartoon. Steve, you just brought it up. It's Beast Wars, man. Yeah. Beast on, Wars. Man. Yeah. Beast, Beast Wars with... <laughs> they are... Target has an exclusive Pterosaur action figure that I'm going to buy. Mainly yeah. because I used to love doing Pterosaur. Terrorize! Terrorize! <laughs> it's... Waspinator? <laughs> Waspinator! <laughs> Waspinator? Or... <laughs> why, why was Megatron British? Just... Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 It's like, why? why so extra. Pop? So extra. Yeah. But I yeah. loved it. That uh, was his thing. But yeah, Beast Wars is the big number two. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what's yours? Uh, number two for me was whatever, and again, Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. whatever, it seemed like every couple years or every year or whatever it was, there was a new kind of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It was a new Scooby. It was either, you know, Scooby Doo. Oh, you have to say the right one here. You have to say the right one here. Ah. A pup named Scooby Doo was my favorite. Okay. And that was like, that was like (laughs) pinpoint seven, seven or eight. I didn't even look, I haven't looked it up to see when it actually came out. But that, that, that intro was also a banger. Yeah, Scooby Dooby Doo. Yeah, you know, <laughs> when it evil on the tracks. <laughs> but yeah, that was my that was my one man. That Scooby, was. I will still go Scooby back and watch Doo. those. Oh, like absolutely. If I, if I happen to cross oh, yeah. them, I'll still watch them. Yeah, they're they're top tier television. So I'll go with mine, and you know, I feel like a lot. I've realized a lot more people watch this. I thought it was like niche for me. I thought I was the only one that was enjoying it. But like, as I get older, I realized, man, a lot of people were into this show. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. Uh, it is something that is present to me to this day. You want to talk about other must watch television. I did not think, I remember when they announced it, I thought the animation was terrible. And I was like, who's going to watch this anime about card games. That sounds stupid. <laughs> And a couple episodes in, I was hooked. And it, to to it being a card game that I play to this day. Right. And it's because of, it's off the back of, out of that first anime. Like, this thing was dark. It was moody. I could tell it was older than it should have been. Like, when I went back and watched the Japanese instead of the dub and realized all of the implied murder and stuff that was happening as a result of these card games, I was like, Yo, the stakes for this is insane. <laughs> and these cards are cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, this card game, like, you can one minute you'll have, uh, you know, a beaver warrior or a machine king or something like that as, like, 
characters that you're fighting with to like nowadays game you've got like little anime girls or literally there's an archetype that you can play with based off of sushi battleships it is amazing i love everything about it and it's off the back of yugi moto and the it's time to do 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 i'm still laughing at the, mm. the words beaver warrior <laughs> yeah they knew what they were doing yeah but yeah mine's my number two is is Oh all day who wants to go next uh we're at number one oh, well, right? number one now oh well, number, that, number one. one yeah all right i'll i'll go first with number one right. because mine's has already been said and that is power rangers mm. now for the purpose of this list i will say power rangers mighty morphin um because it's the goat it's got or it's yeah. the original it's the original. It has the best theme song, and it's got the characters that hooked us in from the beginning. It's mm-hmm. it's top tier. The death, the Green Ranger saga, the oh, introduction man. of the White Ranger. Forget it. Forget it. Uh, you know, all of it. It's great. Yo, have Zach, you checked training. out his uh his TikTok? It is uh, yes. jumping. I follow him on YouTube. Yeah, Jason David <laughs> Frank is Jason David Frank is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give him all And he loves powers. fans. You know that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. He loves that he was a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. He definitely does. Yeah. I will also say, um, you know, Boyd, you were talking about the other series earlier. Um, I, as much as I love Mighty Morphin, if I had to pick out one Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to be, like, the, the greatest of them all, to me, it's Time Force. Oh. Time Force is such peak television. It's got a great, fantastic intro. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's in my opinion, the best the best sixth ranger there's ever been with the oh, quantum yeah. ranger, oh, who's yeah. just a d bag. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a d bag version of the red ranger. He looks just like the red ranger, and he's just like I'm better. And the Quantasaurus Rex, come on. Anyway, <laughs> it's Matrix Power Rangers, and that's what makes it so yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, the the real leader of the team is the Pink Ranger, and that oh, absolutely. for some reason is just dope to me. So. That is my number one. I'm going to cut it off there because, man, we're so far over. <laughs> so so for me, and let me tell you, I first saw this thing when I, and then it came out. Like I saw it and I didn't know what it was or it kind of hit me by surprise. And I want to say it was on the Friday after Thanksgiving. But then a couple of years later, they picked it up for Saturday mornings when Fox started running, uh, running, Cartoons in the morning on Saturday, Teenage Mutant uh-huh. Ninja Turtles. Definitely. I mean that that for me, I was like, whoa, whoa, like that was yeah, just, yeah. and it's still to this day, to this yeah. day, to this day, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that intro is unstoppable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you guys remember that? How it kind of staggered that start? Yeah. How they introduced it? Then nobody yeah. saw it for a while, and then it came back with a lower animation quality. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, it was X-Men did the same thing. Yeah. X-Men did the same thing. Yeah. So, man, I love that show. Still do. Own it all. Yeah. Yeah. Boyd, what's your number one? So, first, I have an honorable mention, and that is to... So, a lot of the shows we've been talking about were, like, early 90s, so there wasn't a cartoon network yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mm-hmm. honorable mention is the show Super Chunk. They used to air on Cartoon Network. That was nothing but, like... Here's your show you like, and here's all the episodes of it. And we're going to show all these episodes for three hours. That's dope. So I remember that. Yeah, it was like one of like three original programs where you would just like 
you would get the cartoon and you would get bits of information in between like each commercial. And that's back when Cartoon Network only had like one commercial per show. Yeah. Um, so big shout out to Super Chunks. But Steve, I'm going to piggyback off of you because at first I was going to pick X-Men as my favorite Saturday morning cartoon. But then you said Turtles. But did you watch the new Turtles cartoon that aired on Fox Kids? Uh Oh! Yes. Which one? Which... Turtles count it all. By the code of the martial arts. No. Nope. Uh, so, I Five, recommend four, going three, back. Two it, turtles. Yes, go back and watch that show. It is a love letter to everything Turtles. To the mm-hmm. point where Is that the newest a, one? No. This no. is five turtle iterations ago, unfortunately. It, it, it actually came out right around 2000. This yeah. wasn't the Nickelodeon one. No. Which no. I loved. I loved that one, no. too. Yeah. This, this was, was called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it okay. was ugh. it was so good. The animation was really good, and literally, there's a three part episode slash movie that is just it's turtles enter the turtle verse. Yeah, and they team up with the original turtles from the original yeah, series. Yeah, like something about the turtles that, that are implied to good. be born from Daredevil going blind. Those like early turtles. To be fair, I think wow. the Nickelodeon Turtles did that too, though. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think they did. There towards the end. I think they did. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll uh, send you the link to the thing. Yeah, but please do. I'll definitely watch it. I definitely watch it. Definitely an underrated uh, cartoon. Mm. Like, X-Men, everybody knows X-Men is great. But that, yeah, I feel yeah. like we could talk girl? about this stuff for hours. Way, way too long. Right. <laughs> But uh, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up because we're pretty close to <laughs> being way over. So, Man, I love talking uh, to nerds, bro. I, it's the best. It, it just gets it away from us best. sometimes. All right, guys. So that is our show. Uh, as always, you can listen to us on uh, any of the platforms that we're streaming on, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Amazon Music, etc. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on there. Uh, Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? You're going to find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve L. Dub. And you're going to find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at Nerd Smash underscore TC. And that's where we post all of our newest episodes. That's right. And boy, where can they find you? And what would you like to plug? I am on Twitter at Calibron, K-A-L-L-A-B-R-O-N-N, talking about food and technology. Or if you want to watch me review some random bits of technology, check out my YouTube at Thelonious Chunk. My last video was a phone that had a watch for a back. And my next video is going to be an Android handheld that is great for streaming Game Pass. That's right. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at LT the fifth. That's at L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. And we also have a Facebook page and a YouTube channel that you can look up and see additional content, some extra news for us, and uh, some of our reviews. We have a review for Morbius that is up there. Uh, If you want to hear that in all of its (laughs) glory, Mm. it is sitting on the YouTube channel right now, waiting for you to be subjected to it. So, uh, again, that is our show. We are going to call it a night, and... As always, we're going to sign off with a dot 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 dot